This is the Art of Dental Finance and Management with Art Wiederman. Brought to you by Decisions in Dentistry and the Academy of Dental CPAs. Whether it's taxes, investing, or planning wisely, Art is your guide to make your dental practice as profitable as possible. Here's your host, Dental CPA, Art Wiederman. And hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Art of Dental Finance and Management with Art Wiederman, CPA. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Art Wiederman. Uh, I'm a dental-specific CPA located in Southern California. Uh, our CPA firm, uh, I Bailey, which we just merged with about a month ago, uh, represents a total of about 700 dentists. Uh, my, my group works with about 300 of them here in Southern California. I'm also a proud member of the Academy of Dental CPAs, uh, which is uh, 24 CPA firms across the U.S. that represent over 9,000 dentists. And we have a special, special show for you today. Um, my whole mission, um, now that we're about, God, I was thinking about this morning, we're five months into this uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Dental offices have been open for about, oh, I'm going to guess two to three months now. And we're hearing some really, really good positive things uh, about dental offices. But one of the things that we're kind of looking at is the fourth quarter and moving into 2021. And and one of the things I'm trying to do is to bring you information that will help your profitability. And that's what we're doing today. So today, my guest is Jill Nesbitt, who is the Senior Customer Success Manager at Henry Shine One. And she works with a software called uh, Dentrix, Dentrix Ascent. And we're very happy to have Dentrix Ascend as our sponsor of our show today. So thank you, uh, Jill, for that. And we're going to be talking about um, what is Dentrix Ascend? How does it differ from Dentrix? And, and, and basically, what can we do to use your practice management software to help you make better business decisions? I mean, these programs are so intricate and so have so many tools and my experience, and we'll talk to Jill about this in a minute, is that that dentists don't use anywhere near the capabilities of what these programs have to offer. So we're going to learn all about this and 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 how um, you can use this software to help you make better business decisions. So we'll get to Jill in a moment. Um, what I want to do is give you some information now. If you want to get a hold of me in my office in Southern California, I'm at 657-279-3243. That's 657-279-3243. You can email me at artwiederman, W-I-E-D-E-R-M-A-N, at gmail.com. One of the things I do want to tell you about is that we're really excited. Um, One of the great things about merging with Ide Bailey, which is our firm, and by the way, go to our website, which is www.idbailey.com. Uh, Ide Bailey, E-I-D-E-B-A-I-L-L-Y.com. We have a new, uh, well, it's not a new service, it's an old service, but we are ramping it up to help the dental profession. uh, And it has to do with the research and development tax credit. So we're recording this. The show will come out, I believe, on the 26th of August. So on, put on your calendar September the 16th. Now you should be listening to every one of these podcasts, but that's a real special one. Uh, because we're going to be having 
uh, a couple of the folks from the I'd Bailey R&D credit group uh, on the show. And we're going to be talking about how we can save you thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in tax money by using an R&D credit. We can actually go back and go back two or three years and get you some money from prior years. I We just got a client almost $400,000 in research and development credits. So I do want you to, to know that this is available. In fact, before you even get to this show on September 16th, go ahead, write this down, write this address down which is www.idebailey.com slash dental rd. That's D-E-N-T-A-L-R-D. And I will put that in the show notes. Um, go ahead and go onto that and you can get our complimentary checklist and just fill out that checklist, follow the instructions, and we will do a free evaluation for you to see if you qualify for a research and development tax credit. Make sure that you also go on to our wonderful partner, decisionsanddentistry.com. Go on to their website. If you are not subscribing to their magazine, shame on you. It has got amazing clinical content, fantastic continuing education courses, very, very reasonably priced, uh, great courses. Um, they have been an amazing partner to our um, to our podcast. And if you're looking for a 30-minute complimentary consultation, uh, regarding your financial situation, just mark the box and we'll get you to either myself or one of our member firms. Uh, and if you're not working with a dental-specific CPA, you need to be looking at www.adcpa.org. All right, well, let's, let's, let's get into our topic today. And I want to tell you a little bit about, about uh, Dentrix Ascend. So Dentrix Ascend, uh, what this product does is it moves practice management to, cl- to the cloud meaning dental teams can access their practice data at any time from any location on any device. It really simplifies the management of group practices. We're going to talk about group practices today, providing a central database and business reporting for the group while allowing individual sites the flexibility they need. And folks, you don't want to be using your practice management software just to schedule patients. It does a lot more than that. So, Jill Nesbitt, welcome to the Art of Dental Finance and Management. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. And you are in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee? That is right. Oh, wow. How's the weather in Nashville today? It is absolutely beautiful. I know. It's amazing how the sun can shine in Southern California and then 2,500 miles away. I never understood that, but... uh, didn't do very well in my science classes. That's why I went to accounting school. So, 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 Jill, I understand. Uh, before I let you introduce yourself a little bit, that uh, you and your uh, uh, you and your husband have taken up a new hobby. I believe uh, it has to do with the water. That's absolutely right. We uh, just last spring we took a couple of sailing classes. I'm officially past the ASA 101 and 102 courses. And I'm actually looking out my back window at a tiny little sailboat. So uh, that's a new hobby of ours this summer for sure. Nice, nice. I was in the Long Beach State Sailing Club, taught sailing for about a month, uh, then took two uh, very nice uh, folks out and uh, taught them how to uh, capsize a boat and ride it. Unfortunately, they didn't hear what I said. They thought I said, stand on the mast, don't hold up the mast. And the boat ended up turtled in the mud in Alameda's Bay in Long Beach. And I got a 
Big applause from the entire Long Beach State Sailing Club and the Harbor Patrol. That was the end of my teaching career. So, but uh, I'm sure you'll do a lot better than than that. So, so Jill, now you're with Henry Shine One. Uh, before we talk about you know Dentrix and Dentrix Extend, tell tell what is Henry Shine One as compared to uh, regular Henry Shine? How, uh, it, I'm, I'm explain that to some of the folks that might not know. Sure. So. Henry Shine, as everyone knows, with all of our equipment and technology and supplies and everything, um, we are now trying to to provide the experience of one Henry Shine. And the Henry Shine one piece of this is the technology part. So we provide dental software and we provide a lot of the electronic services that go right along with it. Okay. So tell us a little bit about your journey, um, your career, how you ended up at Henry Shine and uh, experience in the dental field. Yeah, thanks for asking. So I've been in dentistry more than 20 years. Um, I started out by managing a one location group dental practice. We had three general practitioners and then we had specialists. I had a pediatric dentist, an orthodontist, an oral surgeon, and a periodontist. And I managed that group for just over 15 years. And it was in Ohio, and I loved it. And in fact, we used Dentrix at that time. And after so many years, at some point, we decided time to make a change. We moved down here to Nashville. And I started doing some independent um, dental consulting for multi-location groups. And then what kept happening is I'd have a couple of different clients. I'd one in Arkansas and some different places. They would have, say, four offices. Two of them would have Dentrix, one would have EagleSoft, one would have SoftDent, and they'd look at me as the consultant and say, what's the right software that I can use for all of these locations? Right. And and and, and in multiple practice locations, uh, you know, some, some of these groups are looking somewhere down the road to merge up or get out. And I know that from my experience that, that the the private equity folks or the larger groups are looking for continuity. So if you have a group that, you know, they have 25 offices and eight offices have EagleSoft and 10 have SoftDent and five, that doesn't work, right? It is very, very painful. It is very painful. And so even back then, I was looking around to try and find, I need to find a solution to this problem for my dental group practices. They need some help. They can't send their staff, they can't cross-train their teams because everything is different. They can't run central reporting. And as a dental CPA, you know what a pain in the neck that can be to get six different reports in different formats and then nothing jives. It was a real pain in the neck. No, every every single dentist that sends us accounting work, it's all perfect. I, 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 don't, I don't mean to shock you. No, <laughs> no, it's not. That's why my hair is gray. I'm just kidding. Just kidding, folks. So you were telling us your story. I'm sorry. Right. So... As a dental consultant, and I'm looking for options, and one of the ones that I found that I was especially interested in was Dentrix Ascend, and I ended up taking a job working for a DSO specifically because they were using Dentrix Ascend in their group, and so I worked with them, and my job for them was to help all of their pediatric practices come on to Dentrix as they acquired them, come on to the software, get trained, get, um, get all the reports figured out, and be successful on their software. And I did that for a while and got to know the Ascend team very, very well. And when it was time to make a change, they invited me to come and work for them and do exactly for all of their clients what I was doing specifically for this one DSO. 
And so I have been at Henry Shine One now just over three years, and I get to work with the largest groups now that are on Dentrix Ascend. Well, that means you must know a lot about Dentrix Ascend. So explain to our audience, and, and again, folks, you know, if you're on Dentrix Ascend, you're going to learn a, a, a lot today about how to use the product. If you're not, this might be something you might want to take a look at is, so I know there's the traditional Dentrix product and there's Dentrix Ascend. And I think, did, did you tell me there's also a third one or am I imagining that? Well, Henry Schein has all kinds of great opportunities and softwares and things, right? Yeah. Um, one thing before I get too deep, just inside of, you know, Ascend or Dentrix, et cetera, I did want to take a step back because I've actually been a fan of your podcast for several months now. It was really helpful for me, especially back in March when I'm trying to support all of my customers and all of this happened with COVID-19. I really wanted to understand the financial impact that my customers were facing. And your podcast was super valuable for me to listen and understand the alphabet soup of what is the PPP and what about the idle loan and what are the options? And so my goal, a lot of the, a lot of my goal for today is to join you and talk about now that we've made it through some really difficult times, how can I bring some ideas no matter what software you're on? There's a lot of stories I'll tell about Dentrix Ascend, but I really hope that the ideas that I'll share, you can use no matter what software you're on. So the focus for today can really be on giving you some ideas on increasing your profits in your practice today, no matter what software you choose. All right. So, so what's your favorite restaurant? Because if I come to Nashville, now I have to take you out to you and your husband out to a really nice dinner for those very kind words you gave to me. It's good that you're getting hobbies like sailing because you you need to to do other things. Unless no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Thank you for, thank you for those very kind words. So, all right. So tell us a little bit about the difference between Dentrix and then Dentrix Ascend. So good question. So Dentrix is server-based. Like you said, it's really got 85% of the market share. And most people, they know Dentrix. Dentrix Enterprise is another software that we offer. It has also been around for a number of years. It's very popular with some of our very large DSOs, and especially in the public health space, the Department of Defense, the Veterans Administration, things like that. And then Dentrix Ascend is sort of the new kid on the block. We are cloud-based. We've only been around, I think, about seven years. And it's become, it is definitely not Dentrix on the cloud. I'm impressed with Henry Shine One that they literally started from a blank sheet of paper and wanted to design a software that was the way people use software today, that you didn't have to need someone to have come and how do you work with Facebook or how do you use Instagram? People can sit down in front of Dentrix Ascend and it's very intuitive to use. And so that's a little bit about how Dentrix Ascend works. So what type of a customer, a dental practice? I mean, we have a lot of the practices I work with are single doctors. They're producing, I don't know, 400,000 to 5 million. Um, They have associates. We have clients who have multiple offices. So what is Dentrix Ascend's wheelhouse? In other words, is it better for, can it be for a single practitioner? Is it for multiple to give us a little idea who who best would use this product so it's popular actually across the board my solo practices really like ascend because 
they don't have to buy a server and they don't have to um, invest in a whole bunch of technology infrastructure. They don't have to worry about ransomware. They don't have to worry about backups and updates and some of that piece just takes that off their list of things to do. My group practices love it because it's centralized options. You can have centralized reporting. You can um, install it just like we mentioned earlier in multiple locations. And so there's one software across all of your offices and it makes it easy for you to cross train. So it's actually pretty popular in both the solo practice as well as the group space. Okay. So I know one of the things that you and I talked about before the what we went live was was we really want to share some tips that we can help our doctors make more money. And I know that uh, you want to talk a little bit about like digital workflow and online booking and patient forms. So why don't you kind of give us a couple of things that in your experience as a, uh, a Dentrix Ascend, I guess we call you a trainer. Would we call you a trainer? No, it's kind of unique. This customer success role I'm sort of at the intersection of consultant and trainer because I'm trying to help my practices really get outcomes on the software. Right. So it's it's not just, and again, folks, we're not using this just to, to make appointments. So get, give us some pearls on, on how we can use this software to, to help increase some profitability. Absolutely. So one of the best practices that I'm seeing across working with my different groups is that they are really trying to improve efficiency using a digital workflow, just exactly what we were talking about. And so the kind of the top three and that are online booking. I am seeing this be incredibly successful. In fact, I have a client in Washington state. They recently turned on online booking in two of their offices. And in two days, they had 18 patients book online, just like that. So, so it worked. how did that start? How did, so explain to me, how does that start? I'm not doing online booking. And now I want to do online, but how, how do you go from not doing it to doing it? So when you're with Ascend, it's actually kind of a piece of cake. We provide you all of the links. You literally can copy the information out of our software and paste it into a button on your website. We also then allow you to set up your schedule so that when the patient clicks that button, it will allow them to choose exactly the time and the provider that you have set up. So you do not lose control of your schedule at all. You're just allowing the technology to save your team time by scheduling those appointments. Now, is that mostly profi uh, hygiene appointments or can that also be clinical appointments? It can be anything you want. Most of my clients prefer it for two things, profis and hygiene and new patient visits. Right. And, and they know how much time to because I'm assuming on the Ascend schedule, uh, it's set up that a profi visits in an hour or maybe now in COVID an hour and 15 or whatever the dentist does. And then a new patient exam is probably what, mostly an hour and a half to two hours, depending on the practice, right? You can set it up any way you like. That's the beauty of it. Nice, nice. How about digital patient forms? It does some cool stuff with that too, right? It definitely does. So if step one, you actually do the online booking and your patient schedules their own appointment, the next piece of allowing technology to increase efficiency is simply allowing your software, Ascend, for example, to deliver a digital health history and a overall financial agreement. Saves you a ton of time and it can get rid of that scan pile that we all hate in our practices. <laughs> so they can go, so a new patient makes an appointment, they do it online. And then they are they led right after that to the health? So it's not like you have to call them again, right? 
Absolutely. The idea is they'll automatically get either an email or a text message. Thank you for scheduling your appointment. As soon as they, then it also can say, would you please confirm? Once they confirm, it'll again automatically invite them. Would you like to fill out your forms? Which again, they can do on their cell phone and even sign with their finger. It just makes it so easy. Cool, cool. How about, uh, we were also talking about before the show, treatment plans. What what does Dentrix Ascend help doctors in, in monitoring and, and documenting treatment plans? Yeah, this has actually been a very popular feature and it's really helped, especially in this age of COVID-19. Um, so what a lot of practices still do, if you create a treatment plan, you print it, now you hand it to the patient, they sign it, give it back to your front desk team and they scan it. Well, how tall is everybody's scan pile in your office right now? So another opportunity that Dentrix Ascend, or this is again, this is outside of any you know specific Ascend. This is an idea that any of your offices can use is to digitize more and more of your forms. But again, I'll speak specifically to the software that I know so well. It can be very easy. We can send that treatment plan again by a text or an email on your phone or on a tablet, whatever you like. Your patient can easily see exactly what the treatment plan is. They can sign off on it. It just makes it so much easier. It's also, I know I had a doctor appointment recently. I go in, again, they're asking me to update my health history. And I start to hand the pen back to them. And they say, no, 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 keep the pen. And I'm thinking, if you just had digital forms, you don't have to give every single patient a pen because you don't want to worry about cross-contamination. Right. So that's what our dental practices can do is, Make your team and save some time just by using those those digital forms and making things more efficient. So, so Joe, I know you've seen a lot of different software because you've taken people and do a conversion. I'm guessing if someone becomes a, a customer of Dentrix Ascend, that you obviously, I mean, if it's a brand new office, they don't have software, so that's easy. But in a lot of cases, they're working with a software um, that, that just doesn't do everything they want them to do. What what do you see? So I'm assuming you've seen a lot of software? Yes. So what, what would you say are some of the challenges in some of the other softwares that are just not being addressed that maybe uh, Ascend does address? So what we're trying to do with Ascend is we're trying to make it as, um, keep it all in one place as possible, right? You know, one of the great things that we've done is that is different in a lot of software one of the things we do is we include all of the imaging inside of Ascend. So what that means is you don't need a separate software that handles your images. You don't have to do that on film. You don't even have to have that separate at all. It's literally all part of the software. And so just having that convenience, it just makes a huge difference. So, so for example, I, I know that um, Henry Shine's, uh, one of their primary uh, digital products is Dexas, right? Exactly. So I'm assuming that Dexas integrates with Ascend very nicely. So we well, how does that work? So we actually have the x-rays inside of Ascend. You don't need a separate integration. Oh. It's kind of unique in that way. In fact, another example of that isn't just for the x-ray side. We offer all of the same patient communication. So emails and text message reminders that you'll get in Solution Reach or um, gosh, what are some of the other ones? Lighthouse 360, Demand Force, Revenue. Well, yeah, I know all of them. Yeah. You got it. That's all built right into Ascend. 
So again, trying to make it that it's almost a one-stop shop experience. So those are some things that make it a little bit unique. Have, have you had patient, have you had the uh, uh, customers who actually are dropping some of those products that we mentioned to, and just do, does that do, does Ascend do everything that they do? So it's not, it's not exactly the same, but what we're finding, and you actually mentioned this earlier, no matter what software you buy, it doesn't feel like you're actually using all the features in the first place. So what I find is so many of the customers of mine, they were mostly just using their software, that demand generation software, mostly to send the patient communications. And so when they find that's already built into a send, why pay for it extra? Yeah. And that could save you, you know, three, four hundred dollars a month, um, which I'm sure that doctors, you have something very, very nice you can do with that three or four hundred dollars a month. So I, I want to take a second, Jill, and I want to just let everybody know how to get a hold of you. And you've got uh, a special offer for our uh, Art of Dental Finance and Management um, listeners. Um, so how if someone was interested and they wanted to learn more about uh, Dentrix Ascend, um, how would they get a hold of you? What's the best way? And we'll also put Jill's information in the show notes that you'll get in your emails. Uh, and on our website at uh, www.idbailey.com and www.decisionsanddentistry.com. So what's the best way to get a hold of you? So the best way to get a hold of me is probably phone number, email, but let me give you the website for Dentrix to send because that's probably the easiest to catch on the phone, right? Or over the podcast. And that is www.dentrixascend.com. And then we do offer a free um, article with more ideas on increasing efficiency. And so that is simply dentrixascend.com backslash efficiency. But to get to me, my phone number is 615-970-8405. And I'm sure you'll put my email in, but my my email address is jill.nesbitt at henryshine1.com. And that, that was the, the offer you were offering was that, that, uh, that book, it's a book or a pamphlet or a, it's a, it's an article on just more efficiency ideas. Okay. Well, we always like efficiency ideas. So folks do take advantage of that. So let's, let's talk a little more about like group practices and dentistry. Um, you know, what, what are you seeing? I mean, I know that we have a lot of doctors that are entrepreneurial in our listener base. They own, you know, two, three, five, ten 10 practices. Uh, what what are you seeing in, in, in group practices? What What's working? What's not working? And how does this software help? Absolutely. So I definitely, that's one of my favorite things in my role is like, since I get to work with customers across the country is to really find what are the best practices to share. And I'm finding a variety of ideas. The one is, um, one of the things I'm seeing that makes it easier with our software is they're adding specialists into existing general practitioner offices. I'm seeing that as a way to really increase the quality of care because now you're talking with each other about collaborating on cases and what specialty care can interact and support the general practitioner's treatment. And it makes it easier with Ascend because if you have, let's say you do have a group of five offices and you bring in an oral surgeon that travels around or goes to one location and you can refer in with Ascend, you have one patient record. So no matter where that um, practitioner is, whether it's the GP or the specialist, you have all that patient information. 
In fact, you can even have that specialist sign their clinical notes, looking at their x-ray on your phone and being able to see that information that way. But that's been really helpful is adding specialists into a group that already exists. Now, I I know, and I've, I've talked about this on the show before, is are are the spe- are the practices you're working with the group practices and i'm assuming you're working with some that have 10 20 50 100 or more offices um are they groups that have all the specialties in the general office or or do some of these groups have they'll have a general office and then down the block there'll be a perio office and around the corner there'll be an endo office what 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 do you have mixes like that i'll tell you what i see most often i mostly see that they're primarily working as gp offices And then they bring in a specialist that will travel. It is very common in a group of maybe 10 to have an oral surgeon or a periodontist. And then they go to different locations on different days so that everybody can refer and have that doctor in-house. That is probably the the approach that I see the most often. So you have the, the software allows you, does the software allow you, let's say you're working with a traveling I hate to use the word traveling periodontist because I've used it with periodontists and they, they, they don't really like it, but let's just, let's, I think of the traveling Wilburys. You live in Nashville. There you go. Um, the traveling periodontist, right? So um, let, let's say that the general dentist says, you know, I think we're, um, you know, we're going to do an implant here and, and, and um, uh, we're, we're going to send you over here or something like that. Does it communicate directly with the specialists and tell them, all right, you got uh, you got Jill coming in for uh, two implants here at 10 o'clock. The nice thing about it, it not only provides all that patient information, if he changes his mind at the last minute and he's not going to go to office number three or he goes over to number four, you don't have to worry about picking up all of the physical charts and carrying them to a different place. You're never without your patient information. It makes it so much easier on that specialist to get the information that they need and to share it back with their general practitioner, they could even be in a different location and say, hey, pull up the same x-ray. Let's talk about this patient that I have in the chair right now. They could do it on an iPad too, right? Exactly. Yeah. So some of the reports we were talking about, again, we want to help the doctors here. You know, talk about like, how do you, you, how do you help the doctors use like the unscheduled treatment plan report? I think that's huge. It, 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 it is amazing to me how many hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars that are not scheduled, um, that, that, that they just don't have time to, um, uh, to, to deal with. Yeah, totally agree. Um, actually that's a perfect example. Just this week, I had a call with a group. They have four offices on Ascend right now. Actually, they only have four offices in their group and their clinical director was looking for, how can I really coach my doctor so that I can help fill schedules and I can give some good feedback on what's working and maybe what's not. And so we worked together and we found just a few different reports, but two of them that we, she liked the best. The one was the unscheduled treatment report. And the other in Ascend is called the treatment tracker. And that shows you every single one of your cases. You can narrow that down to the specific doctor. You can see the dollar value of the case. um, And it gives you whether it's scheduled or whether it's not. She absolutely was so thrilled to see this because there's a lot of conversation. I'm sure you've heard this. Is it accepted or not? Do we have case acceptance? What does case acceptance actually mean? What I like about this treatment tracker report is that it's actually scheduled. You and I both know if it's scheduled, 
They've definitely accepted. And if it's not scheduled, it's unscheduled. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I passed my English class, barely, but I passed it. Scheduled is not unscheduled. So there she you was go. really thrilled to be able to use something like that to co- not only coach her doctors, but to then say, hey, it looks like you're being really successful maybe with this kind of procedure, but not as much with this. How can we help you? And we can also use it in morning huddles, right? Absolutely. Right. And then what What about like insurance utilization reports? Talk about that. Yes. This is one you and I, I wanted to give you the insight to. I think this would be one that dental CPAs would be very interested in taking a look at. If you have a Dentrix Ascend client and you're a dental CPA, ask about this report. So the thing that I love about this insurance utilization report is that it actually will show across all of your offices, if you're a group, it'll show all of the, um, how many patients by carrier and the percentage write-off that you are taking for each one. You can drill down if you want to, even by procedure code, so that if you want to turn around and negotiate with your insurance carriers to try and get, hey, I need to be paid more on this or the other specific procedures, you know which ones will make the most impact on your finances because this report tells you. So this, I want to talk more about this report because this is important to me. I mean, one of the things that I have a mission is to help doctors reduce their dependency on insurance. And it is a scary, scary thing uh, for people to do. It's harder to do in groups. I mean, bigger groups are going to be taking on more insurances, but bigger groups have the depending on the size of the group, they have a lot more uh, negotiating power with the insurance companies. But to me, um, I want to be able, I, I have a standard, Jill, that's like, if you're not getting at least, at least, and I don't even like this number, 70% of UCR uh, on a procedure from an insurance company, and you look at your top 10 procedures, your, you know, um, you know your, your 4,000 code procedures, your 1110s, your 2940, 2950, all these procedures, if you're not getting 70 percent i mean you know it's almost like you're throwing you you should almost give money to the patients when they come in don't have them give you money you give them money because it's like a a marketing cost so so you're telling me that 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 this software i can run a report and if i'm looking and i'll pick a you know insurance company xyz and it'll tell me how many patients i have with this insurance company it'll tell me how much i've diagnosed and treated right how many patients? It'll show you gross production, your UCR. UCR, okay. And it's going to show you your net production, and then it's going to do the math to show you exactly the percentage. And even better, Art, you don't have to run it. It's literally sitting in your Ascend right now. You literally click a button, and it comes up for you. You don't have to even do anything. The data is right there available to you. Now, is that for all the procedures in the, um, or, or if I want to pick like top 10, I want to know where I am with these. So it, it starts out, it gives you everything. And if you want to narrow it down, you absolutely can. Okay. Um, so let's talk about collections. And that's that's something that, you know, is near to dear to my heart. Um, and, and we have, and especially in a difficult time like this. So, you know, talk about electronic statements, online payments, insurance verification. So what, what can we do to help our doctors improve their collections? This is a hot topic for my clients right now. So a lot of my clients over these last couple months when they had to be shut down for this COVID-19 issue, 
a lot of people really focus their efforts on following up on insurance. And now they're left with a really large patient balance because they just didn't feel comfortable. They didn't send statements. They didn't have team members working in their office. So one of the definite, you know, best practices that I would recommend right now is to go ahead and make, send out electronic statements and allow online payment. You can immediately get this set up in your practice so that you can then help to generate that cash flow. Um, it just makes a huge difference. Right. No, oh, absolutely. Um, and then it also helps you looking at the schedule today. I mean, I, I go back again, it still amazes me in, in 2020, how many doctors don't do morning huddles. And so, so what does a send do to help, um, you know, identify the opportunities on today's schedule? So that's actually one of my favorite, you know, approaches with a send. We have, um, uh, we call it kind of this little side panel, and it walks you through exactly the status of your appointment, everything you need to get done, right, kind of step by step by step. It makes it very easy. And by the end of the day, we wanted to help make sure that you can do four things. Before your patient walks out, they schedule their recare, you collect their copay, and you get both their email and their cell phone. And if you make sure that you get those things done on every patient before they walk out the door, you've probably done a pretty good job. So what our software does is it provides this report that if you use that little side panel, it'll give you a report that you can, eat, again, click the one button at the end of the day, and you can see how did your whole office do on those four items. And if you failed on any of them, like maybe there's some patients you didn't schedule the recare or you didn't collect the money, you literally can also drill down into that report and you can find out, okay, if Jill was working at your front desk, you can click on my name and see the names of the patients that I did not collect the copay on so that you can come back to me and say, hey, Jill, maybe we can work on that. Or you could also use this report. Let's say you set a goal in your practice. I mean, you were talking about you'd like to make sure on insurance reimbursement we're at 70%. Maybe you want to say, I want for these four things, I think our office should be at 85% success. You could make sure that, hey, here's a report that shows us exactly how we're doing. Pizza party at the end of the month if we stick at 85%. Pepperoni, please. It just makes it easier, I think, for a busy practice. If you drill down and you focus on the experience of each individual patient and the software makes that easier on you to get those items accomplished, now we're making you a little bit more profitable. So, I mean, again, you know, I mean, Dentrex is, and again, it's great to learn about Ascend because I think, how, how many users, I mean, give an idea, how many users, Dentrix users, Dentrix Ascend users, uh, what, what do you got, uh, an idea? So I think last I had heard, I think we have a couple thousand customers on Dentrix Ascend. So, okay. and we are growing every month. So it's fun. No, I'll, I'll bet it is. And so so if someone, you know, what what are some of the things you're hearing about things that software is not doing uh, some of the other softwares out there that are challenges to dental offices? You know, I think the biggest challenge is, is kind of the same thing I saw years ago. And a lot of my groups are finding it now. They're trying to, they don't have centralized reporting. Like that has been a real gap. You know, if you have different offices that have different software, there's almost no way. And if, especially if they're server based, you just have to then run each individual report and then pull them all together in Excel. Whereas in Ascend, you can run one report 
And that includes all of your offices, all of your providers, all of your insurance, all of your procedures. It's all right there, which I think makes it a little easier on your dental CPA to actually help you analyze how is your business going so you can make better decisions. Right. And yeah, the thing we also worry about is um, uh, we worry about security. I mean, we, we've had CPA firms, not, not ours. Our, our CPA firm is, is locked down tighter than Fort Knox. Uh, but uh, if, you look at, if you look at dental offices, I mean, I've heard stories. They, they, the bad guys are getting smarter and smarter. And what, what they do is they go in and they take over your computer and they say, okay, we're taking over your computer. We've got all of your um, information that you, you know, treasure that's uh, uh, HIPAA issues and OSHA issues and all this stuff. And um, by the way, we'd like $8,500 of Bitcoin and we'll give you your computer back. Now, having a cloud-based system, that doesn't that kind of take that away to some extent? It absolutely does. And in fact, I had a customer that that happened to. They have multiple locations and one of them was not on Ascend. And that's exactly what happened. They had a disgruntled employee that got a hold of the administrator password and was threatening to kick everyone else out and delete the database. Aye. Like you said, that has been one of the nice things. Dentists and practice managers, they don't want the hassle of having to worry about ransomware and all the other IT expense and drama. It's enough for us to manage our dental practices, to keep up with all the financial responsibility that you share and help keep everyone educated about, much less to become an IT expert on top of it. And so um, it's. I think Ascend is just, and I think people also, they're used to working on the cloud. Our banking is on the cloud. They, you know, we schedule all of our dinner reservations on OpenTable. We're just used to working online anymore. And so a lot of our Dentrix Ascend clients are like, well, yeah, why wouldn't I work online and on the cloud when it takes care of some of the drama and expense? And that's just what I'm used to already. No, I, I, I understand completely. So, so basically, if someone wanted to hack in, I mean, is it just they can't? Or if they do, you go, you can hack whatever you want. I got everything is up on the cloud. It doesn't matter what you do. How does that work? So I will explain as much as I know, because I am definitely not the technology. No, uh, that, that's okay. But since we partner with, I believe we partner with Amazon Web Services, right? And so they have, imagine... Imagine the uh, protection and security that you can have in your one dental office, as opposed to what Amazon is invested in and all the different layers. I've been involved in some meetings where our technology experts walk through the multiple layers of firewalls that exist and all the different server banks that exist all over. I mean, it's pretty incredible what technology is involved in and the layers of security that really do exist. Um so yeah, it, I would not want any part of all of that detail, but I would say, yeah, we have, far as I know, and my involvement, I've never had any customer of mine come to me and say, hey, I have a problem or there's anything involved with security or ransomware or anything with any of my clients up to today. That has never been a conversation that I have had to be involved in. So so what? give, give me like one of your best success stories. Like you had somebody... Maybe a new practice. Do you do this with a lot of new practitioners that are setting up from scratch using this software? 
So yeah, we work, like we said, with solo practices all the way to multi-location groups. I particularly work mostly with groups that will say, just like we've been talking about, all right, we've been working with multiple different softwares. It's finally time that we need to get digital. We need to get on the cloud. We need to not be reliant on all of the offices um, that someone actually physically goes in. Um, I'll give you a story. So um, right through all of this COVID, we'll call it excitement, right? All this COVID excitement. I don't know if I'd call it excitement, but you call it what you like. You're the guest. (laughs) So I have a group, um, a customer of mine, they have 18 offices. At the time, 13 of those were on Ascend and five still had server-based software. And March hits, and then we all have to shut down for a number of weeks. They And I stayed in touch with them, and they were okay, et cetera. And then they decided, they said, this is crazy. With Ascend, we can right now, we can still work on our outstanding insurance. We can still follow up with patients. We can still monitor who is scheduled. It's all right at our fingertips, and we can deliver that information to anyone that is still working from home. The challenge they ran into in the other locations where they have that server-based software, okay, who's what all team members work furloughed? Who is actually available that can even go into that office and get the mail and maybe make sure that the computer was on? And is it actually backing up and is everything okay? And then what, are you gonna have them stay there by themselves and run the reports? It just, they realized it was so difficult to manage their group practice when they didn't have five of their offices, any information regularly coming in. And so what happened was literally, like I was actually shocked at how quickly they made the move when they brought their offices back online in June and everybody opened back up, they immediately turned back around and turned got those five offices live on Ascend. So they said, now we have all of our offices onto the same software. They've done a fully digital workflow. They're sending electronic statements and they no longer have to worry about what might happen in the future with COVID-19 or any of the open and closed rules, et cetera. They know they have access to their software. That's great. So what are some of your favorite reports that you like to run? When you're telling a doctor, I want to help them improve your profitability. What are the reports that you like to run off the software that, that will say, okay, here's a profit hole and this is where we need to fix it? So outside of the insurance utilization report, which we've already covered, um, I really like to see, um, I like the treatment tracker that we've talked about, insurance utilization. I would say I really like the production reports and some collection reports. I like how the, um, we have a really nice new patient report. Recently, there was one on referral sources that I like that really helps you see how are you actually doing at documenting a referral source in the first place? And then if you actually got it documented, now you can very nicely dig in to see how much production am I getting from the different kinds of referrals. So those are, I think, a handful of the ones that I like the best. Well, again, folks, I, I, I want to bring you you know different, different tools to help your business. Again, we do this every single week. There's so much out there in dentistry. And, uh, you know, y- you start using these tools. Now, Talk about training. Okay. So I, I know, I mean, software is only as good as the person who's using it. Does does it so so if I get the software, what kind of training do I get? What does it take to really master the software? How does that work? You know, actually you brought up a really good point that is 
that is addressed at first by training, but then it actually even builds into something more. So um, the training that we offer, we have offered on-site training as well as remote training. We've done obviously a lot of remote training over these last few months. Yeah, it's probably uh, the only training you've done. Yeah, that's exactly right. But yes, definitely on-site and we can cover all of the software, how it works. And I love how our trainers do this. Even usually the last day when you go live on the software, they stick around and make sure that your team is comfortable and can easily work with your patients through that patient flow of the software. So the training that we have in our training team is absolutely top notch. Fantastic. So we're coming to the end of our time. I very much enjoy talking with you, Jill. You're very very engaging and knowledgeable about uh, the software, and you've given our, our listeners some really great tips. So g- give us some final pearls, like you know, maybe the top two or three things that dentists should be looking for out of, and again, if you're not using Ascend, you're using one of the other softwares out there, uh, what should they be looking at? What, what are you helping doctors look at to, to, to find profit holes and, and, and fill them? Yep. Um, I think the two overarching ideas are really look hard at centralization and standardization. Standardization, And I'd say the takeaway, no matter which software you're working with from our conversation today, are a few things. I'm a big fan of setting up online booking and sending electronic statements. Those two things alone can really put some money in your pocket right now. And looking at a software that can really provide you that full digital workflow, allowing you to customize your communications and continuously fill your schedule Man, if we could do those things, I think our dental practices would be in a pretty good place. Yeah, you'd be buying, what, a 52-foot sailboat if we did that? No, I'm just kidding. I like the way you think. See? Hey, listen, there you go. Although although I, I the one sailing race I went in uh, was from uh, San Diego to Ensenada, and there was no wind. It was the most painful six hours of my life. It took forever to get down. But sailing is is, is a lot of fun. So one more time, Jill. Let's let's give our uh, our audience and our listeners a um, uh, how how we get a hold of you, and again, what you what you are offering them from Dentrix Ascend. So my email address is jill.nesbit at henryshine1.com. and I will tell you that's Nesbit with two T's because most people mix that up. Okay. You also can reach me by phone. My number is six one five nine seven zero. 8405. And if you would like to learn some other ideas on increasing efficiency in your practice, we have a free article for you. And you can get that by going to dentrixascend.com backslash efficiency. And efficiency is a good word. So Jill, thank you so much for your time. Hang on for a minute. I'm going to kind of give my, uh, give out some more information. And um, uh, you, you've given our listeners a lot of great tips and uh, I, I, my experience is that, you know, uh, the front office, they get busy, they're understaffed, they don't have time to learn. I mean, if you can really learn your software, whether it's Ascend or, or whatever it is, um, you, you're going to be able to do a better job in, in, in the front office, right? Absolutely. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jill. And again, hang on for a second. I um, give you my information again is if you want to get a hold of me. In my office in Southern California, I'm at 657-279-3243. I am also at artwiederman at gmail.com. Go to our Decisions in Dentistry partnership 
website, which is www.decisionsindentistry.com. Uh, again, great clinical content, great articles, uh, every everything that you need to to be a better clinician and the uh, top advisory board in the world, the who's who of uh, dentistry. Go to our website, which is www.idebailey, that's E-I-D-E, B-A-I-L-L-Y.com. The, I've now been part of this firm for about a month and seems like every day I learn a new thing that they do. And, and again, I want to mention that um, on September the 16th, we're going to be doing a show uh, with uh, our folks from our research and development tax credit group, and we're going to show you how to more uh, or greater, greaterly, no, greaterly is not a word, how to increase the federal deficit. That's what we're going to do by taking tax credits that are not subject to the alternative minimum tax. Uh, this is research and development tax credits. Uh, you're going to learn all about them, you know, pencil down September 16th, but if you have some new innovations or some some research that you've been doing in your practice, some new methods or procedures, maybe you're using a CAD CAM machine or a CBCT and doing doing a you know just different things than what you're normally doing, we might be able to get you a really nice federal and boy for my doctors in California, the California tax credit is bigger than the federal one. I learned that too. Um, what I want you to do is go to www.idebailey.com. That's www.e-i-d-e-b-a-i-l-l-y.com slash dental R-D. And you will find the, uh, not backslash, but regular slash dental R as in research, D as in development. And you will find, uh, you'll find a worksheet that you can fill out send to us, and we will do a complimentary assessment to see. Now, this this credit is not for everyone. It's not for every practice. It's not a slam dunk. It's not like the PPP loan. You, you, you're you a dentist. You were put out of business. You can apply for it. It's, it's not like that. It's, it's, a, it's a credit that you've got to show that you do some innovation and some, uh, you know, making some changes in what you're doing. But we're finding that a lot of dentists can qualify for this. And depending on the size of your practice, it could be really, really nice. So again, go to our website, www.idebailey.com slash dentalrd, or just, you know, if you want, make it, uh, uh, you can just send me an email at artweederman at gmail.com and we'll get you over there too. Uh, And again, if you're looking for a dental-specific CPA anywhere in the country, we got you covered, www.adcpa.org. 24 fantastic CPA firms, that represent uh, now close to 10,000 dentists. Jill Nesbitt of Henry Shine One, thank you so much for your time and your expertise and for uh, the caring that you put into your customers and the dental profession. I'm sure they very much appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And that is it, ladies and gentlemen, for this edition of the Art of Dental Finance and Management with Art Wiederman CPA. Please tell all your friends about our podcast. It's growing exponentially uh, you know we're getting calls and emails every day uh, if you have a topic you want to hear about send it to me uh, if you have a good joke send it to me so again that's it for uh, for this edition and we'll see you next time bye bye <laughs>